Hi friends, it's Andrea here with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. One thing that trendy diets have in common is that they claim that if you follow their food rules, you're going to automatically lose weight. Keto says follow low carb. Back in the 90s, it was all about avoiding fat at, at all costs. Paleo says to completely avoid processed foods. These messages, all of these diet messages are so common that we begin to absorb them and we pick up a fear of eating certain foods. The fear runs so strong that if we eat them, we might feel guilt when we do eat these foods. But what if we could live without having the fear of eating certain foods? Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I've found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. What is your taboo foods? Or I'm going to guess that you might have multiple, maybe many, in fact. You know, those are the ones that you say you're never going to eat or you think you're never going to eat. Most hardworking moms I work with have a list of these items, whether it's sugar, cookies, dairy, bagels, pasta, fried chicken, the list goes on and on. The cycle that we tell ourselves is that we tell ourselves not to eat these foods. What happens then is we tend to obsess over that food itself until we finally give in, then feel remorse or super, super guilty that we did in fact eat the food. It's a terrible cycle, and we don't win from this cycle. There's no winning here. I'm here to tell you that you can drop the fear, drop that phobia of eating those no-no foods, those taboo foods, and I have helped women through this process, and it is such a joy for me to see them through on the other side. What happens is their lives expand and open up in a beautiful way often in ways that are completely unexpected and unrelated to food. And that becomes such a bonus. So there's four steps that I can help you through. So the first one is identify one food that you want to add back to your routine. It's easiest to start with one at a time and kind of work through this process so that you can feel comfortable eating and including that particular food that you've always considered a taboo food or an off-limits food. And once you add that in, then you can go through the process with the next food. 
And believe me, it gets easier over time. So first of all, identify the food that you want to add back to your routine. A food that you miss or one that you often crave. Something that is enjoyable to you. Perhaps it's a food that has a great memory for you. My client that I can think of loved chicken and waffles and had great, great memories of eating this with her family during beach vacations. But over time, she added it to her no-no list and thought it was a terrible food to be eating. And she missed it terribly. Once you identify the food that you want to add back into your routine, give yourself full permission to eat it. No judgment, no guilt. Sometimes it's really helpful to identify the time that you're going to eat the food. Sometimes that's a little bit easier than just having like a vague open book to eat the food because then we tend to think that we're going to eat it like nonstop and we're not going to be able to like, we're just going to binge it and overeat. So first, at first, it's easiest to kind of identify a time or an occasion that we're going to have that food. Third, when you are eating that new food or the taboo food, be mindful when you're eating the food. Enjoy it. Allow yourself to enjoy it. Enjoy the flavors, the texture, the smell, all of it. Give yourself permission to really tap into the beauty of the food. Eat until you're full. The first bites tend to be the most enjoyable. And then the enjoyment tapers off. Eat and try to eat until you're satisfied. This may or may not be the entire portion. It helps to know that now that the food is allowed, you'll be able to have the food again. This isn't your last time of eating it. No, because you're including it. You're allowing the food and you're embracing that. When we think it's our last time to eat the food, then we tend to binge it or overeat it or eat beyond enjoyment of the food. And that's what we're eliminating. We're eliminating those thoughts that, oh, this might be the last time I eat it. No, because now the food is allowed into your routine and allowed into your life again. And then I want you to be, finally, the last step is that I want you to be mindful of the after story. The after story is what we tell ourselves after we eat the food. Do not start in with the negative self-talk. You're not bad because you ate the food. You're not guilty because you ate the food. None of that. Embrace how you enjoyed the food. Embrace it. You might be surprised that you don't even love the food that much as you thought. My client with the chicken and waffles realized that when she ate the chicken and waffles, she actually didn't like it that much. And she no longer craved it because it was she was permitted. She was allowed. She had given herself permission to enjoy that food. And she realized she didn't enjoy it as much as she thought. When we eliminate the fear of eating certain foods, we eat in freedom. But the unexpected piece is that when we experience this food freedom, that freedom spreads to other areas of our life. We're no longer worried about food. We're not obsessing about it. We're not spending all of our time thinking about it. We have space to enjoy the things in life that we truly want to enjoy. Our kids, our hobbies, our careers. And to me, that is true freedom. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. 
This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.